Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello. This week, I'm talking to comedian, TV presenter, and writer David Morgan about threesomes, confidence, and the time he met someone who made him think. I'm actually quite a good shag, but you're ruining it. Off we go. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. Okay, so we are in Leicester, which is where I lived uh, for quite a while. I went to university in Leicester, uh, moved there with a boyfriend at the time, who we then broke up. Uh, he dumped me because I wasn't attractive anymore, Fair which enough. obviously didn't didn't colour me at all for the rest of my life. Nope, uh, can't blame him. Carry not, on. Not fully. <laughs> Fuck you, fully. And I was with my longest ever relationship, uh, which only broke up in January. I was with a boy for 13 years. and. We met when he was 19, I was 24. Both of us had just come out of relatively long relationships of that age. Like, I've been with someone for a few years, he'd be someone for a few years. So we sort of fell in love quite quickly. Uh, we really got on. We kind of meshed very, very fast, like, in terms of getting on with each other. And we both, though, realised that we wanted to have sex with other people uh, quite early on. So we had that chat. And luckily, he's he was the one who brought it up. He was the one who discussed it and, and made it quite academic and be like, here are the rules. This is how it works. This is how we do it. Started off, obviously, just inviting other people to join us rather than going off singly. And I mean, boundaries are good. If you're going to have that kind of relationship, it's you, important to know where you, you stand. You need to know what cheating is. And communication is important. It's all about communication. That's the whole thing. Like, and that's the thing with whenever people be like, oh my God, weren't you jealous? It's like, if he leaves me because somebody else sucks his dick better than I do, then he's not I fell in love with. Sexual fidelity is not that important to me. So anyway, so there, Le- Leicester, if you don't know if you've been to Leicester, Leicester's, it gets it's much maligned. I'm a very proud Midlander. I think the Midlands are wonderful. It's just everyone who lives there doesn't agree with me. It's like in the North, everyone's like, oh my God, the North's amazing. And then the South, everyone's like, the South is incredible. And in the Midlands, it's like, I'm really sorry, you've got to get through us to get there. So we were on the hunt for some fun penis because, you know, it's always nice to have sex. And there was a particularly hot boy in Leicester. Regional gayness is very strange because there's only ever one gay bar. I mean, there were three in Leicester, sort of. There was the Dover, the Rainbow and Dove in Quebec. I used to work in the Rainbow and Dove. I think I was working in the Rainbow and Dove when this happened. I was a very good bartender. Of course I was. And when I I had uh, slept with most of the people who worked there. That's how you become a good bartender, yes. I know, right? Anyway, that's what I was saying. So there's only a few gay bars, so we all have to mix together. And so you kind of, it, it's, a, it's a weird, weirdly homogenized kind of fun, not homogenized, it's the exact opposite of what I'm saying. So the really, really hot guys would go to the bar, and there was one who was super hot, like an actual model, like he did model, and he just, you know, um, those boys that look sort of laminated, he was one of them, just kind of one of those really put together, considered boys. Everything was perfect, a great body, and he had definitely done some of that low-rent porn in that old man's flat. Could you take off your boxes for me now? That one. And I think you know exactly you know exactly which one I'm talking about. I think he did both of them, you know, the two competing English ones. He definitely did both of them. And This isn't the BBC. You can mention brand names if you want. I know, but I kind of don't want to admit that I've been on English Shadows of Blake Mason, but um, no, we definitely have. Um, 
I think he'd done them. Yeah, so I knew what he looked like naked, and I was like, I'd quite like to see that in real. And so this is the story of the boy that made me realise that there are two types of men in this world uh, for me. There are boys that I want to have sex with, and there are boys that I want to see naked and then have leave, because a wank is better than the sex I will have with them. So we get flirting on Gaydar with this guy, and it gets to the point when you're like, well, do you want to come over? Both of us, like... I know I'm not a hideous troll. My ex was very attractive. So like we, it wasn't a massive surprise that he was going to say yes. But equally, he was this upper echelon of homosexual that was sort of like, it was a punt. It was like, a all right, let's see if he'll do it. And he fell for the bait. So he came around to my flat and he's very pretty. But what I then realized is I hadn't slept with anyone quite so attractive who knew they were attractive. I'd slept with very attractive boys, but they were always sort of unsure about it. And that's kind of, that's your, that's your in, isn't it? When they've got like low self-esteem, it makes it a lot easier to just kind of jump in and be like, hey, we can sleep together. And then I feel less embarrassed. But he knew he was hot. Like he was earning money from it. So it made me weirdly intimidated, like super duper like intimidated. And same with my ex. And we sort of started doing stuff. But you know when you're having sex with someone and you feel the need to check that everything's all right, all the time when you're doing that thing of going are you are you sure like i like come on because i i don't believe you like, a little bit so it just made it very tentative we were just doing that thing where it's like you'd you'd make a move and you like, oh, is that okay and like i'd wait for him to like suggest what happened next and so it ended up that i think we just sort of ended up wanking in the same room it was a uh, a very disappointing experience. It was not hot at all. It was just, everyone was very tentative. He was sort of over it in a weird way, like sort of, it did feel a little bit like he was having sex with us for a favour. And like, he was giving off that energy and you're like, well, I don't want that with you. Like, that sound, that's really boring. Like, I don't, don't you're not doing me a favour. Like, I'm actually quite a good shag, but you're ruining it by making me feel like I might not be. Uh, so it was in a very strange situation, but I suppose in Leicester Beggars Can't Be Choosers. And when it sort of finished, like the thing is, like, I, I, it's very vivid in my mind of what exactly happened, but it's not the plot of it. It's literally how I felt and how I felt was confused. <laughs> uh, I was just lying there being like, am I allowed to touch his dick? Like, he's there naked in front of me, and I definitely can't. Like, I know I did, but I don't remember that. The only thing I remember is him sort of lying there, watching and just sort of waiting, but not doing anything. Like, you know those boys who have got, like, massive penises, and they think that's sort of enough. So, like, they put it in and then stop. And it's like, no, no, you, you, you've grown it, well done, but you are going to have to now use it somehow. Like, I'd, I'd rather someone with an average penis who knew what they were doing. Like, it's just, apart from the, I quite like the, uh, the reveal. When you're like, oh, well done you. Like, I got, like, which I have literally said to someone <laughs> as I did it in an adorable voice. And, and that's not hot. That's turns out not hot. That's just, oh, well done you. That's not hot. Just don't admit that. That's fine. They know they have a big dick. Just go with it. It's fine. So it was just a very, very disappointing sexual experience. And then he left. And me and my ex kind of looked at each other and were like, what? What the fuck was that? Like, what the fuck was that? And neither of us had sort of come. But then me and him then had 
fucking amazing sex like straight after it because it was almost like we were so angry that he had ruined it that we both had to like up the ante straight after and be like no we're good at this and we know what the fuck we're doing and had like this amazing time together and it was so so good like literally just angry at this boy for ruining what could have just been fun anyway making us feel bad even though there was no need for us to feel bad so what I'm saying is you are it, aware that it was you that made you feel bad not him oh it was that's what I was going to say like okay. it was it was it, it was sort of him he was he didn't try. Like I think sometimes when you're having sex with someone and they maybe they get a little bit, you can tell. I think if you're an empathetic person who gives a shit about the person you're having sex with, you can sort of tell if they're in it, if they're comfortable. Because uncomfortable sex isn't fun for anyone. Like you just, and if they're not sort of believing that they're enjoying it, if they're not like believing that you're in it or that you're enjoying it, then it's nothing. So like for me, for example, like I really enjoy sex when I know the other person is having a good time. Like that's how I sort of get off. I really like both of us having a good. It's like I don't identify as a top or a bottom. Like I go where I'm needed. Like it's I'm not even versed. Like it's just this isn't a dating profile, love. Oh, I don't. Oh, everything's a dating profile. I'm a gay man. Please come on. Everything I do is to get laid. I and um, <laughs> oh, the insight. I mean, that is a t-shirt. If ever I had a new one. Anyway, so when he went home, it was just like what it taught me a little bit was like confidence is the sexy thing. I know actually now as a an older, wiser man that if I'd have just gone for it with him maybe it would have been good maybe I could have coerced him and maybe he was nervous as nervous as I was because he was with two men who knew each other and maybe that's a little bit intimidating maybe he isn't used to being treated like that maybe and uh, there was there was so much in my head so now I think I'm much better at going if they're naked with me they probably want to have sex with me and that's kind of enough so I think the thing I learned was that it's my insecurities and it, the moment I start being weirded out and mistrusting, the less sexy I become and the less fun the sex is. Everyone wants to feel comfortable and confident and because it's very vulnerable. Like being naked with somebody is quite vulnerable. I mean, this doesn't apply to saunas because that's a whole different situation. But like when, you, when it's like an actual kind of connecting thing. But then also, I'm not that great at anonymous sex, it turns out. Well, I say that. I do say that. I do do it because we get to the point of getting horny when it's like, I just need to do this. But when I do go for a grinder meetup, I have to kiss them at the front door. Otherwise, I might learn too much about them uh, and then it ruins it. That's, that's a big problem. I'll be back with more from David after this. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Did you ever see him again? 
Only in bars. We never had sex with him again. Uh, uh, but we did see him. And I've like... Did you say, hey, it's you? No, not really. I think we all agreed never to talk about it again. Because I was a little bit embarrassed, really. Because, you know, you want to put your best foot forward. And like, none of, definitely none of us had a good time. Like, none of us had a good time. Oh. So it's just that like awkward, terrible sex thing of being like, oh, I kind of... And, but I felt no need to get another go. Like, I've had bad sex with other people before. And then found a way to have sex with them again to be like, no, this is me being good now. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of, you know what? I can do this. Yeah, yeah. Let me do this again. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, going to yeah. do it. We're going to do it right. Yeah, exactly. I need a redo. I need a redo. Yeah. I was in a bad mood, bad headspace. Uh, so I definitely have. Yeah. And I, you know, I have returned customers. We're all right. I'm doing okay. Uh, but it was weird because he was one of the hottest. One of the most, well, it's a lie. He was one of the most objectively good looking people I have ever had sex with. He is not one of the hottest because it turns out he was a bundle of neuroses that made him very unattractive to have sex with. I think I assumed when someone is that hot that they would have that confidence, they would have, they would know it, and they'd be able to project it and then be able to feed it onto me. It turns out I can't expect that from someone. And why would I? That's a stupid thing. That is me projecting. That's me assuming that if you're hot, you'd know. And he did sort of know, but it didn't make him a superhero when it comes to confidence. And and he's not there to service your needs. No. Exactly. But and he I was can't young, read your mind. There's no way he could read your mind. See, I that. thought everyone could because I can read everyone else's mind. Oh, so there we go. Who knows? <laughs> oh, well. Well, I'm glad that it taught you uh, a lot of confidence and things like that. Not for, a, not for a, like four years after, but yes, it oh, did okay. eventually. <laughs> wow. Did that just put you off all sex with people who weren't your boyfriend because you knew how to get that done? Was there a, was there a phase of just like, all oh, right, we can never... No, because, never... because my I get bored very easily. And I like new things a lot. So I really like like sex with somebody brand new. Because it's quite because I quite like vulnerability. I quite like being intimate with someone. And so that's like the most vulnerable and intimate you can be is, is like sex fun. And uh, I enjoy that so much that I will allow some of the bad times to happen. I'm re- re- I'll do anything for a story and I'm quite ridiculous. So I'll try most things. And also, I don't really I don't have a sanctity towards sex. So if it happens, and it like with like for example, with friends, like when you just like, especially as gay friends, and you're like, oh, we we sort of get on a bit. I think you're a bit hot. Let's try and have sex, and then you do it, and you're like, no, nope, just conversation, buddies. That's, <laughs> that's how this goes. And I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I've you know, I know what his bum all tastes like. That's fine. That's not that's information. That's okay. That's the kind of rudeness you want in this podcast, right? Sure. <laughs> What are you not? saying? This Why? isn't the BBC. You can say what you want. And then you put a grimacey face when I say, no, what his bubble tastes like. You've said worse things on this podcast. I've listened to episodes. I, I, I think, yeah, that, there are definitely friends of mine who I would not mind having sex with. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're friends. Mm. But I do kind of want to stick my dick in you. Yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. Not all the time. Maybe every other time I see you. Every other time. <laughs> you know, I don't want it to be the thing that we've become. But, no, but then that's the problem because not everyone has your connection to no sexual one, intimacy. Well, no one has your connection to sexual intimacy. No, exactly. You can have similar connections and yeah. you can be on similar levels with a lot of people, but then yeah. there's also going to be people whose perspective and, and experience of sex is going to be very, very different to yours. Mm, definitely. I think everyone's is. Also, we don't talk about it. Mm. I'm more than willing to talk about it, but people get very weirded out or worried about what it says about them. I'm defined by my sexuality, but I'm not defined by my sex life. Uh, it, it it matters so much less to me than it does to other people. So when people get like weirded out when I use you know lines like I was bored at an or- I was bored at the orgy, people think it says a lot about me, and I don't think it does in the same way. But I also know that I have to monitor that. 
sex is something which is obviously super important to us because it's all we fucking talk about. It's what everything, like all imagery is kind of judging for it. There's, that's the only reason those people get 4,000 likes on Instagram when they put a really boring caption, but they've got their pants on. Like it's, it's so important, but we just don't talk about the physics and the, the actual like the, the truth of it. It's more just sort of in the ether and everyone assumes everyone sort of lives it the way they do. Your brain is hardwired to think about it most of the time yeah. and it feels good. So why not? This yeah. idea that, that, and then we pile all this other stuff on top of it that mm. makes it a bit weird. Well, some people do, I think, because like, we all do, but we, we yeah, deal with it. We different pile ways. different stuff and mm. we come at it from different angles, yeah, as yeah. it were. I think sometimes when you're having sex with someone and you have like one of those breaks and you go, why am I doing this? Like, why am I here? Like, what's this? For example, bored at the audio when you're, at, you're doing stuff and they're like, am I, am I having fun? Is this what I want? Like other people would be impressed that this is happening. But right now, I would much rather be doing pretty much anything else. I mean, I didn't say that out loud because the guy would be a bit pissed off. And presumably you had your mouth full if you're an analogy. <laughs> I mean, how how rude of you to assume at my position at that particular orgy, I could have been a dom top. I mean, I wasn't, but I could have been. I feel like this is a whole story for another part. I'm going to have to have <laughs> you back for another one, at least. We'll keep this going, see how many stories I can get out of you. So when it comes to confidence, especially sexual confidence, mm. how much of it do you feel in yourself is genuine and how much of it is kind of a front or a projection? Because so, I, cause I've, I've been doing this and I say, oh, confidence is really important. And people go, oh, I don't feel it. And I'm saying, pretend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. But then a lot of people aren't comfortable doing that. So where, so this confidence. Yeah, that, so it's really hard for me. It's really hard. Um, so obviously I'm a stand-up comedian so I obviously I would be lying to anyone if I said I couldn't manifest confidence it's obviously a thing that I can do but in bed it is completely different because I hate role play I hate any kind of artifice around sex because I also have very low self-esteem so if there is role play and artifice I'm like why aren't I enough why do I have to pretend to be a schoolboy like what is it you actually want so manifesting confidence within that situation causes an issue and so right now I am occasionally having trouble with it if I'm having sex with somebody that I'm really into or that I think is great or that I think is in my mind above me or could deserves better than me I am starting to freak out a little bit occasionally where I'm like oh I don't believe you want to be here or you're here as a favor and so trying to overcome that is difficult because also if I manifest too much confidence I then stop being myself so then I don't believe they want to have sex with me so I, that is it is something that I'm also dealing with I've only just become observant of it and understanding that that's why I was unhappy in some situations or why I was doing well in other ones that is really interesting so you so your low self-esteem makes you think that perhaps people aren't into you but yeah. then if you project confidence then hey they're into you into a confident version of you yeah. which you can relate to but then if you overdo it then they're not into you they're into this entirely fake person yeah. that you're putting on that's really yeah. interesting it's, it's like, about you have to find the balance there are some guys that i have been with who only start to fancy me when they've seen me perform and that is weird uh and interesting it is a it is strange for me to deal with that situation because I'm like, who you fancied was me at 11. And I don't know if I like that that's who you like because also like I'm occasionally quite a prick on stage. So I don't like that you're into that. 
<laughs> I'm sort of mad at you. But yeah, the, the, um, I did have sex with the guy recently and uh, he did have to sort of calm me down and make me believe that he wanted to be there. It was very sweet of him, incredibly sweet of him, very unsexy for me, but it was just kind of like, I want to be, I'm having a great time and you're hot. And I was like, that's all I need to hear. Now we can continue. But yeah, it's... Um, he didn't have to say that with like every thrust or something like that. No, no, luckily you're not. Hot. I, I, didn't, I didn't freak out that much. Okay. But I think I can project myself as a very confident person. Uh, but I am obviously just going through a breakup. And even though it was relatively consciously uncoupling, there's still a sense of uh, rejection and loss and becoming less of something. Because you do lose someone, especially 13 years is a very long time. And the, the stakes are higher now. So when I was having sex with people while I was with my ex, it didn't matter if they hated me. Yes, it, at the end of it, like it, obviously I cared about it, but it, it wasn't. There was still somebody at home who loved me. Now there isn't, and I need to make that person me. But that's taking a while. So that's sort of where I am right now. But but you know, I'm not going to stop having sex because it's really fun when it's done right. No, even when it's done, I still quite like bad sex sometimes because it's a really funny story when I get to the pub with my friends. So yeah, I mean I've got loads of those. I, I mean I did talk quite a vanilla one today. There are worse ones. One that I did on a TV, I did a, 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 I did a pilot episode of a TV program where I told a story because I told it very drunk at the pub and then they made me tell that story on the pilot. And when it got to the recording of the pilot, we then had to redo all of my bits because the on-set lawyer went, none of that <laughs> can be broadcast. Was it a member of the royal family? No, no, it wasn't that. It was just, it was so... It was it was against taste and decency. Oh dear God! Well, there's something to look forward to for the next time we have you on. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, always. So uh, I am currently in Magic Mike Live, which is uh, playing at the Hippodrome Casino ten nights a week. I'm only in the bit of it, don't worry, and I don't get my clothes off, so that's fine. Ten nights a week. Ten nights a week. Ten shows a week. Right there we go. It's, it's, that's how tired I am from doing this show. Ten times a week. Uh, it's really good. Come and see it. Like uh, it is mainly for women, but guys, you'll enjoy it too. The boys are hot. And uh, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at this is David. Pretty much everything. I'm even on TikTok, but I don't put anything up there. Just do it to feel really old. That was probably true. The repeatedly award-winning storytelling series created by me, Scott Flashheart to remind all of my queer brothers and sisters that we are none of us alone. You can find transcripts of every episode, links and other things at probablytruepodcast.com. There's additional content and other lovely stuff available to subscribers at patreon.com forward slash probablytrue. And if you want to get in touch, just search Probably True Podcast on the socials. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.